Right, I'm fixing you up with a me and my media piece with your ex, Angela Heaney. Oh, but yes. it is a perfect opportunity to show just how clued up you are, actually. Yep, yep. Huey Abbott, the in-touch guy, you're on yeah. the ball. You know the price of a pint of milk. Yep. You love HBO Imports, VH1, mm. Pixar, you dig the streets. Yeah, no, 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 they're, they're all great. You've got absolutely no fucking idea what I'm talking about, do you? Yeah, yeah, I do. Who's the only gay in the village? Eddie Grundy. I, I don't know. I mean, no, 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 he's got children. Mind you, a lot of them do these days. That, you know, Ben at the Foreign Office. What's a chav? Chav. Um, he's, um, Come on, Hugh. Hugh. You must know a chav, this. What is a chav? A chav. You must know chav. a chav. 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 Just saying chav isn't very helpful. This is important stuff, Hugh. Right. We do a weekly digest for the Prime Minister. We boil down the week's television, cinema, music, so on. The zeitgeist tape. Exactly, the zeitgeist yeah. tape. It's EastEnders highlights, choice bits from all the reality shows, ten-second music videos, that kind of thing. God, that's why the PM always looks so clued up. I, I, I always thought he was genuinely quite with it. No, 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 he's as bad as you. He uses phrases like with it as well. Right, I'm going to bike that over to Terry. Watch it, OK? And listen, when you talk to Angela Heaney, remember to stick the boot into Hewitt. I'm putting it about that Cliff offered him two free weeks at his Tuscan villa for that piece, OK? <laughs> Ten forward, Eddie. Hey, 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 hey. This is serious. You have got 24 hours to sort out your policy on EastEnders, right? Or you're for the halal butchers. Hello and welcome, TV Donuts. This is the Donut Crew back for another episode of TV Donut. This week we're talking about the thick of it. Sorry, just the thick of it? That's Great. exactly it's it. It's right in front of me and I'm still not sure. Welcome back, Pierce. Hi, guys. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you to our guests who filled in while Pierce was away. Yes. And uh, just in case you didn't show up, we... Invited another guest. That's why Jake's here? No. That's why special guest Jake Hiltz is here? Oh, hey guys. Yeah, <laughs> just in case you didn't make it back from your death. We were quite unsure if you were in fact alive oh, for a long time. Oh, plan B over here. Uh, <laughs> we sent our last guest, who was amazing, Marina, out to find you, but we never heard from her again after I, that. Guess what? So. I never heard from her either. Yeah. Jesus. Probably, Probably. Are, mm. Probably I, never going to hear from her. Yeah, I don't think she's looking for me. Anyway, back to the thick of it. Runs 2005 to 2012, originally on BBC4, later on BBC2. Super short seasons, three episodes, then later six. Yeah. First response to this is a political satire. Is this well, our shortest yeah. donut? Is this the only donut we've done with only one episode in between? It, I can't think of another. I, it felt weird to skip the one episode. <laughs> yes. Well, that's what we do <laughs> yeah, here. I okay? guess so, but just the one? Yeah. 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 We're missing a lot, especially because these are we only half We did miss a lot, though. We did. There we are so did. many questions. So many things change. They are in a completely different place than the beginning of the third episode than when we leave them. Yeah. In the first. People's jobs have changed yeah. in certain res- in some cases. It's it's true, but that happens pretty much episode to episode yeah. in the show. So wait, who here's seen had seen any of the thick of it? So before? this is this is Jacob and my experience with this show. Yes. We uh watched the pilot. Uh, we're very confused. I don't know what, like, if we were, I wasn't, maybe I wasn't even paying attention, but I wasn't following it at all. No, we understood the first episode. I don't think I did. I wasn't, I don't think I was, don't I, tell her how she feels. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just explain <laughs> your feelings to you. Um, okay, you didn't follow it? Uh, no, and then, well, then a couple, I don't know how long later it was, uh, and we watched what we thought was the second episode. Okay. My remembrance of it is we watched the first episode and then we watched episode two of season two. But didn't realize it until afterwards and that's where the confusion came from. And because of that we just never went back to it. Okay. So there was a total We needed to total do a reset. I mean, even yeah. season two. But there's a like. It, I don't even think it's the same actor in it anymore. In, then no, you, I think you, it's still Hugh. You would have it's gone a, beyond yeah. season two if it wasn't Hugh. If it's season two, it must be Hugh. It must be Hugh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think okay. it was still Hugh. I think we were just confused because it was just such a different storyline happening. Because it was just like, it was season two episodes. See, I remember it this way, that I wasn't confused during the watching of it. Like, not as in, like, how did this we story change so much? We are like, confusion. Okay. Yeah. But this I've is, never seen any of it before. This was but a couple Pierce years. has been telling us for, like, years that yeah. we should watch it. Because, and that's what we listen to. It's, it's the inspiration of Veep, and we all love Veep. 
We all love Veep. Yeah. When they they tried to remake this in America, and the pilot failed, and then they made Veep instead, which is very similar. Similar, but very different. Very different. different. Very different. It's all about one person. It's much more... It's very more uh, female, for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, you haven't seen the rest of the thick of it. That's true. Yeah. That's, you would enjoy some later seasons, I feel. Or be outraged by them. I enjoyed this season. Yes. I thought it was great. It was hilarious. Good. You're ba- You're on now, though. Then. Yeah. D- Everyone's on board. Oh, totally. Sick. Yeah, we're going to watch it. Don't care for the shaky cam. It's too extreme. Yeah. The shaky cam is the most excessive form of shaky cam I've seen. Yeah, it's... Uh, I've only seen it that bad in, like, like Lars von Trier Dogma 95 movement film. The British yeah. Shameless like, is... Where, like, part of the rule of the filmmaking is to not use a tripod. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> so, like, they have I, to be shaky. Yeah, they have to be shaky. I'm not... I was... This is, I remember being really shaky the first time. I was just trying to figure, like, why is it so aggressively... Severely. Shaky. Uh, they didn't have much of a budget. I guess so. And they kind of wanted to that. play into everything being drab and, and not very I polished. I guess so. I guess you're right. It does play along because it all seems shitty. Like, none of it seems, like, glamorous, <laughs> like, like how you can make, like, the hit Washington Hill job the scene. The social affairs yeah. ministry. Yeah. Right. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about the pilot. Uh, which aired in May of 2005. Hugh Abbott is the Minister for Social Affairs, and he's facing a policy crisis. His snooper squad idea has been vetoed, which leaves him with just 40 minutes to come up with a new policy. That's basically the whole episode right But he there. isn't even in the job at the beginning of the yeah, episode. Yeah, skips over the whole beginning scene, which is hilarious. This is it's one of the so best great. opening scenes to any show. Yeah. Because it perfectly, like it, and this is a dense show, you have to pay attention. Yes, to every word that's being said, pretty and, much. And what's happening on screen. Like, yeah. Like, we... We find out so much in that, open, like, the, the minister for Department of Social Affairs gets out of his car, see the sign for the department. He's got these briefcases that are suddenly important. Like yes, why do they carry three briefcases? I don't really <laughs> know. Two red ones and a black one. Yeah, and then when they show his replacement coming in, Hugh Abbott, he's yeah. carrying the same... He has the same ones, yeah. yeah. I, I guess it's know. just to, Maybe like, I'll find out if I watch more. I think it's just to highlight how um, replaceable everyone is in British politics. Because there's no set terms. People are just appointed but can be subbed out any time. Yeah. So the briefcases stay, and then the man goes. Yeah. Or woman. Sorry. Um, He's been there for 18 months, the, the one that gets fired at the beginning. Yes. Yeah, not long. But that is fairly long, considering yeah, the amount of only there fuck-ups. four months before he almost gets kicked out. That's, uh, so, oh they're God, so, that's so incompetent. True. Yeah, everyone's so 18 months seems like a pretty uh, impressive like a, Yeah, I thought so. Right. Definitely thought so. And he seems Say. to think he's pretty bulletproof until he's not. Oh, I like yeah. how he just asks for a pile of fruit and yeah, lots of look. coffee. <laughs> the pile of fruit, it just looks so unappetizing when you imagine it. <laughs> and she brings it, too, yeah. if you see in the background. That's, she's carrying it in yeah. when they tell her to fuck off or whatever. Yeah, that's an amazing joke, by the way. She has this fruit plate that you fuck see off, for a darling. split second as she's exiting the room. So Malcolm says that they have nothing to do with the negative press about Cliff. But they have to fire him because of the negative press makes them look weak. Do you think he's... Is that a lie? Like, did no. they create the press to get rid of him and then say, we didn't do it, but now that it exists, we have to get rid of you? Like, he easily could have done that. Right. I believed him. All right. I think I, it almost I, makes him shittier, the fact that he fired him that. just because the <laughs> press put out some stories. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true, I guess. It makes does make him look right. weak. Yeah. There's so many situations. <laughs> the opposite of what he's trying to look yeah. like. Almost all of the show is like about showing how little control anyone has, and that every time they're given a decision to make, nobody knows what choice to make. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost always like two terrible decisions that are going to screw somebody. Over. It's just like figuring out who you can screw over. And they always try to throw someone else under the bus for it every single time. Some yep. disgruntled employee. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was yeah. a disgruntled employee. There was about a disgruntled employee. There was only one disgruntled employee. The other was made up. By the first one. <laughs> That's one of the best It was lives. so good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, following Cliff's, not a really a firing, he resigns. He's persuaded to resign. For personal reasons. Yeah, because it's yes. the only way yeah. his career will ever survive. He won't yeah. make any enemies if, he's, if he resigns. And then they bring in Hugh Abbott, who's just this tired hump of a man. Backbencher. Now he's a cabinet minister. Surrounded by sycophants. 
You have Ollie Reader and Glenn Are Cullen. they, though? Like, Terry's a straight-up bitch, seems like. That's so funny. She, I don't think Terry's a bitch. I couldn't tell if she was evil. I don't Like, is she orchestrating all of these things, or is she really stupid? I think she's literally just doing her job, but, yeah. like... But when she walks Still, into that meeting and opens the or walks into the the conference room and opens the door, so the reporter can hear every word that they're screaming at each other, like is that idiocy? Yes. I think it's idiocy. Or I think it's like all the idiocy. No, that's yeah. idiocy. Yeah, but the, some most of the time she's like very competent at what she does, but she'll never like. When it's six o'clock, she stops working because she's a civil servant, not a politician. Sorry, five forty-five. I also noticed in the conversation when she was like, "So let me just confirm." It's like you, the president, the prime minister said this to you. He's like, "Okay, I got you saying yes, he did. Now I can go and do my part because I've got you confirming that he <laughs> said this." And I feel like she was going to put it in the press at that point after Hugh said that the prime minister okayed the super fast, super abfi. Oh, all the jargon in this. Anyway, yes. Yeah, I would agree with I would agree with you on that. Um, I don't know. Terry's she's she's just a civil servant who doesn't want to get drawn into stuff. She usually gives bad, like good advice that nobody wants to hear. Like we should call the treasury about this announcement, and then they don't call the treasury, so the treasury starts creating problems for them. And then Malcolm Tucker, the driving force <laughs> of the show, comes in. Yes, How he's so great. Like, yes, okay. They Obviously. refer to him as the Prime Minister's Enforcer. Yes. I like that, because it's a very <laughs> clear description of obviously what he does, right? All the dirty work. And just like we we don't ever meet the Prime Minister, or like we don't ever meet the President in Veep, in Veep yeah. until we never there's an election. She... We never meet the original President. Yeah. No. Right. Which is a good idea. Yeah, I agree. Because that person would automatically become more important. Yeah. They're just always spoken of all the time. Yes. Do we ever meet the Prime Minister? Maybe I don't want to know. In this show? Yeah. It doesn't seem like it. I don't want to say. They talk about him a lot. Yeah. Oh, this Prime Minister or or a Prime Minister? This Prime Minister. Anyway. And they also talk about some guy named Tom. Who I think works for the Prime Minister, but sometimes I thought he was the Prime Minister. Couldn't really tell. There are a lot of off-screen characters, people who are just referenced, never yeah. seen. Uh, that one reporter. Angela Heaney? No, no. The uh, the other one, Simon Hewitt. Yes. Who was mentioned, but never seen. He also talks about Richard and Judy, which I think was like a morning show. Yes. Which kind of stab them in the couch or whatever. There are definitely some local references yeah. in the show that are just like right over my head. Yeah, that's pretty funny though. I wrote it down. I was like, oh, Richard and Judy are going to come into this. And then I was like, oh, no. No, he's just talking about some TV <laughs> hosts and everybody knows who they are. Yeah. <sighs> he doesn't like his driver. He was trying to get the driver fired. That's one of the big donut questions because we find out, you know, a little bit more about that in the finale. But we yes. don't know how he got rid of him. Reminded me of the uh, Selena firing the bodyguard for laughing. It's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing. Too much smirking. Yeah, Yeah, laughed at the wrong time. Now I can't stand the sight of you. Get out. Um, I'm just going to tell you because there's no real question of that. That driver's gone. Yeah, after that episode? Yeah. Okay, it was weird how he knew the information about the flat, which implies that the flat thing was already happening. It's not weird because, um, like, they talked about all kinds of things mm-hmm. they shouldn't have said in front of him. Mm-hmm. Like, that, their whole plan to, to figure out what to announce now that they can announce this Amphi thing. Like, he could have easily gone to the press with that and told them that whole conversation was insane. Like, yeah, I don't think it's weird that he spoke, but it's just, I didn't think that he would have known about Flatgate because he was fired at the Flatgate, end of the first episode. <laughs> right. But, but it would happen before. It's not like that guy, and it's not like you just bought a flat. Well, yeah, no, it just, it's been it. happening before, oh, and it just, like, I don't but, think anything about the flat comes up in the second episode, but I, for a long time, I thought it did. No. But, like, because no. they just, yeah, they went right into it. Yes. Each, each, I mean, there is a progression of events, but each episode, especially this early, is pretty much just standalone. You just get really thrown into what's happening, though. Like, you really so start much. in the middle. But I like that about that. It That's feels great. like yeah. you're in the room it's good, dealing with this stuff it's as good it happens. It's good storytelling. Yes. Yeah. It's very frantic. Definitely feels For sure. messy like politics. So they deal a lot with uh, this woman named Angela, who is a reporter and also Ollie's ex. Yes. Kind of an ex. Ollie. They went on some dates. Is like the younger, youngest member of the 
he says he's only a half head when they're looking for a, a head to roll. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's him and Glenn. They're kind of like his two assistants. Advisors, really, probably yeah. is more appropriate. And Terry. And Terry, who's the press officer. But she's separate. Yeah. She, she'll never be sacrificed. Gotcha. Because she's like in a union, basically. Well, yeah, she said... That in the discussion of who's going to resign, she doesn't say she's, like, bulletproof. She does try to pass the blame off to other people because she True. claimed from the beginning that this was a stupid plan that was never going to work. So she thinks she should get fired for something that she tried to stop them from doing, which is totally true. Totally true. But she didn't say she can't be the one that resigns. But yeah, she is obviously in a totally different position in terms of how she was hired and, and what job she has. And that's kind of the frustrating thing about Terry, is she's always saying, like, I told you so. Yeah, I didn't care for her. No, you're not supposed to, I don't think. She's like, pretty, no one on the show is really that, like, I like her. Nobody's likable, yeah. But so no, I. Everyone else is so scraping. But I would like it better if she weak. was like actively undermining these idiots. Like when she says later, like it doesn't matter what happens. Like a Monday, another old white goon that just wants to jerk himself off is going to show up in this office, and my job is going to be exactly the same to clean up this berm. Like that's basically the joke that she makes. Right. Which is. It's very self-aware and smart. So, yeah. like, I, it would be funnier to me if she was actively, like, sabotaging these morons when she disagrees with them, which is pretty much all the time. I mean, she does accidentally sabotage them. Yes, but that's just because she also, she doesn't care about the work. Yeah, she does true. not care about helping Britain. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, yeah, so they they put Ollie on the, they, they make Ollie meet up with Angela even though he doesn't want to see her no. because she broke up with him through an email yes. and give her this story. And he's super condescending about he it. He wrote the story for her. That was amazing. Like, I, I capital, <laughs> capitals and everything. This show was sexist on a crazy level. We discuss this all the time, but it was on purpose yeah. to yeah. show yeah. what it's really like. So it wasn't as like nailed, nailed on a chalkboardy for me. Like, because it's, it does exist, and it's, it's so real. And realistic. Like, oh, and fuck this guy. He's so patronizing. And God arrogant. damn it! But he's like, he's like that to everybody. Yeah, he's just an asshole. He is. He, God, he really is. Yeah. So morally bankrupt. He's like the, like Dan, right? Dan yeah, Egan. supposed to be like Dan yeah. Egan. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. We shouldn't be drawing comparisons, but it just... It's hard. He really uh, reminded me of, of Dan. There's definitely equivalent characters, and a lot of people from Veep were in the movie version of this. Mm. Oh, the... Uh, in the loop? In the loop? With Gandolfini! Yes. Yeah. I've seen That's it. interesting. It's really yes. good. It's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, like, uh, most... A ton of the cast from Veep is, is in that movie, so it's like they were already transitioning over trying to figure out the uh, adaptation for America, which is kind yeah. of cool. So they find out they have to pull back the Snooper story, which they have just told the press that they're going to announce at the school. Oh and my they've gosh. called, um, nah. like, it's people from, like, all the major news organizations. So now they have to figure the out world. what they're going to actually announce, and they spitball a bunch of stupid ideas. The worst like ideas. Like, bringing back the death penalty. They want something that's popular with the people... Free yeah. and like easy to do. What about zoos? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My kids went to a zoo last week. They said yeah. it was disgusting. It was <laughs> shit. Uh, the list was crazy. Yeah, it was. This is what I wrote down. Oh, the driver's listening. This is a good plan. But it didn't actually come to fruition That's at right. this point. The driver's just sitting there. He hears listening. everything. They actually zoom in on his face, looking in the back mirror and looking at them. I'm like, oh, well, he's obviously going to break this story, but it didn't happen. Right. But until the third episode. Instead, they decide to announce, in fact, that the media sucks at their jobs. And, oh, that's the uh, worst. that they don't pay attention to the important things like schools and how that they're all doing a good job at their jobs. I thought they pulled back from that at the end, though, and they just try to make something as boring as possible so that no one will talk about I it. I think yeah. that was yeah. the most boring thing possible. Really? Talking was about it, how they're saying, good hey, at everything's their going jobs. Good. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it works. He goes in and comes out and she's like, well, that was a fucking disaster. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I love that. You don't cut. get to see I it. I thought that was really good. It was super funny. Was Before so that, though, they had to pull over because Ollie was getting car sick. Oh, the, I mean, ca I the car stuff was, gr was great because yeah. Ollie brings the olives. Yes. Yeah. Then he's car sick. Then he's shaving in the car. Yeah. Oh. And they're fighting yeah. over They're all him smushed in. About yeah. it, like whether to say families or people. 
whether to say hello kids or whatever. <laughs> and, and you can see what Glenn and Ollie are going to be, right? Like yeah. they're kind of, they're total opposites in how they think this should work yeah. and how people see things because they're from totally different generations. And it is really funny just seeing three grown men smushed into the back of a small car. Yeah, three like, grown great... anyone. Like even yeah. when yeah. Terry was back there when they're going when they get called in oh, to Malcolm's that's... office. Like it's still just as hilarious. It's just such a small for people that think they're so important. Yes, exactly. To be like shoved into a space nobody would want to be in. Yeah. But then like why would you sit in the front why? of the car? It's kind of the same thing with their office though. Yeah. Their office is super bland. Yeah. It's true. It, oh. So they just they decide to blame the leak on this disgruntled civil yeah. servant. <laughs> it does not exist. No. Uh, then and it works, and uh, no one writes about it because no one cares. That's right. Yeah, nothing. And in they're the celebrating that they they beat the system, and then Malcolm Tucker kind of just appears like a ghost from behind them. When you are senior cabinet minister, then we'll show them. Yeah. And the snooper force. What? Bollocks, we'll get rid of that. Oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. Fiddling while Rome burns. Fucking right. We'll kick, we'll, we'll kick some ass. We'll kick some butt. Yeah. Kick some butt. But that's what we're in it for, mate. Instead of all this shit that we do. Right, have to, it's do. a means to an end, mate. Me, Malcolm. How do you do that? Can I have a word with you? Yes, that was one of my favorite scenes, the, like... The, the link of doors closing in people's faces. Yes. Oh, yeah. Man. And then Glenn, who was the one doing the door closing, got the door closed on his face by Malcolm at the very end. So great scene. Great. Yeah. Oh. For a pilot, like it's just like you know exactly what the pecky order is. It's really, it was really funny. Malcolm uh, basically says that the uh, prime minister was on a flight back and deci- like he decided Start he wanted to, to go with it. Yeah. yeah, we want to do this. And there's like, well, you shouldn't have told us to uh, reverse the go- not make the statement. Like and that. he does it by quoting, "We didn't start the fire." Yes, yes. yes. Billy yeah. Joel's talking of all time. <laughs> The uh, best. That's when I was like, all right, I'm in on this show. <laughs> yeah. There was also the amazing line. He's like, not quite sure what level of reality I'm supposed to be operating on. When uh, he tells him to make up the fact that he did announce the uh, yes super yeah. force. That thing and that you that, didn't announce, you announced it. Yeah, yeah so yeah, you got to tell it. everybody that was there that you did announce it, and they just missed it. And they oh. won't believe yeah. you, but they'll still print it, because they want you to come to them next time when there's a big announcement. <sighs> It's so frustrating because, again, probably completely true. And, like, those are the sources that we go to for information. You know what I mean? It's just like, no, they'll just, they know it's not true, but they'll print it if we tell them it is true. All the information. That line was my favorite line. Like, I think that like 20 times a day. Like, what level of reality are we on right now? So (laughs) good. Like, you pick, tell me, just tell me which level to get on. I can't anymore. Yeah. Amazing. It's going to be quite hard, really. <laughs> it's, it was so He great. just backs away from them because I was like, yeah. oh, I think they need some coordination. Yeah. <laughs> that was another yeah. amazing yeah. scene. It's like, they can't do it because yeah. it's insane. It's insane. <laughs> They're being asked to do something crazy yeah. that makes them look like idiots. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's pretty much the whole show. Oh, <laughs> these people just like scrambling out of corners trying to get anything done. God's sake. Yeah, and then Angelina is really angry. Rightfully so. Because, because they posted a picture of her sucking a dick. It wasn't her. It was just some porn picture. Yeah. I think they pasted her and face the, onto a picture, no? The, the other people at the news office put a porn picture, I think with her face on With it, her face on it. On a pair of flip-flops saying Angelina yeah. will swallow anything. Yeah. Which is horrifying. And sexual harassment. And perhaps why she has changed papers by the finale? Poss- yeah, possibly. Well, she we can also assume that she... she she's pretty vicious herself. She's broke a story. Yeah. She is made for that world. Yeah. She's not, uh, but she's she's not a better the person than thing. And the only there. thing that gets her... Like, she threatens to write a story about what's actually going on. And so instead, the array of the department, they give her a story like a, a Saturday with Hugh and his family, like peace. So to, maybe that's what gets her the job at the Daily Mail. Possibly, and the whole thing is just a threat from Malcolm saying, "If you publish the bad story, you'll never get a story from yeah. us again." She'd be dead to us, and blackball, and he'd blackball her with all newspapers so that she couldn't get another job. And there you go. That's it. The. the and he's, then he wants the, the pipeline. It just ends with uh, with him demanding that uh, the driver get fired. And a delinquent. Smiling and smir- smirking. And uh, a random disgruntled employee getting fired. Yes. <laughs> the guy yes. walking out with his box. 
They all, they blame the uh, the lie about the disgruntled civil servant on another disgruntled civil servant. Yeah. yeah. And he's giving a... I don't think he's disgruntled then. Interview. Yeah. Over the phone while someone's vacuuming yes. in the background. The cleaning crew comes into the background. This is great. So irritating. Ah, oh, great Like, episode. no one tells her to stop. No one does anything. They just let her vacuum. Nuts. All right, let's talk about the finale. Episode three. Stupid England and their stupid numbering episodes no instead of giving title. them titles. Oh, it's frustrating. Thank goodness the seasons are so short. June of 2005. An empty London flat threatens the future of a potential housing bill. Dan Miller is getting plenty of media attention <laughs> for his work on the bill, which is creating a degree of envy. We have to have met him. Danny boy. In episode two. No. That's so crazy. He's, <laughs> he's just referenced. That's crazy. And that's funny because he's a huge character. I love him, Dan yeah. Miller. He's, we didn't get to see that much of him. No, we didn't. Like he plays squash, and they think him and Ollie might be dating. Yeah, which they're not. But clearly not. Everyone's just jealous that Ollie's off playing squash with this new up and comer, right? Who seems to have more of a shine on him than their department, which yeah. sucks. Uh, well, I mean, look at Hugh though. That guy just looks tired. I mean, he's tired all the time. We see so much of that in this episode, yeah. right? Like those long, long nights. What does Malcolm call him when when he's making the food metaphor? He's not risotto. He's uh, oh my god, uh, bangers and mash. Yes, oh. instead of ro- risotto and scallops. No, <laughs> no, no. Pretty know what accurate. I mean? There's a lot of great nicknames in the show. I have some questions about nicknames. Okay, good. I'm excited. Ah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, they're in a pretty good mood, though, because supposedly this uh, report that they're working on went through a debate, and it, and it went well. Yes. But the problem is that this new Dan guy is getting a lot of the credit for that. Yes. And Hugh is, like, spinning in circles trying to get someone's attention about something he's been invited to, and no one's listening to him. <laughs> it was pretty funny, actually. I liked it. I, I do like seeing Hugh scramble. A lot. Um, I mean, the report, you mean, like, there's the legislation that, about the housing bill. Yeah, I don't know. He just said that he says, write this down when he's talking to Terry at the beginning. Successful report stage debate, Secretary of Social Affairs, Hugh Atchison. Blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, <laughs> they're debating the bill, obviously, the housing bill. Right, and it passes, and that's it went like, through Parliament yeah. with incredible ease. It's a great. It's actually like a legitimate success and a pretty decent bill. For, yeah, and for Glenn him. thinks that Dan was too heavy-handed with the backbenchers, and he shouldn't have been so aggressive. But <laughs> Glenn, Glenn's such a milk toast. Yeah, of course he thinks that. That's why he's not a politician. That's why yes. he's a civil servant. And Hugh's very excited because he gets to meet with the prime minister, which is totally normal and happens all the time. <laughs> he even starts, he's, he really drops that a lot, that he got to meet with the prime minister. Whenever he has a conversation with the prime minister, it comes up it's, right away. Yes, he's it's quite normal. It's just what they do. Yeah, his good friend. Yeah. His dear Cole's personal friend. <sighs> Malcolm mentions taking a hit over the focus group thing, so that must have been in the donut, something that went on with some kind of focus group. That's correct. I will not mention anything in case we have a Okay, you do, you do. Yeah. But we got a lot of info in this episode about like what happened in the middle episode. It was pretty cool, actually. And then that's when he was saying he can only do the best with what he's been given, and since he's been given bangers and mash and not risotto, then, he, you know... That's what he serves up. Yeah. So he tells his secretary or assistant or whomever to get Terry and Glenn over there because he needs somebody to yell at. Which is great because he's on the phone. Everyone's in the room while he's on the phone with Glenn telling him this. Yeah. Then they give the phone back to Hugh and he says to Hugh that he's taking all of his staff to talk about him. He's not invited. Yes. They make that <laughs> joke great. so many times that he can't come to almost every meeting no. because in that meeting what they're discussing is what to do about him. But they <laughs> tell him awkward. Right to his face. Yeah. It would be the worst. Yeah. No, it's what they said. It's like, you know, if you come, like, wouldn't that be awkward? <laughs> no. He asks him, like, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, so that's an, another scene where they're stuck in the back of the car and that's when we get the first story about the flat and how Hugh tried to stay there the night before, but his daughter had an ear infection and his wife insisted that he drive home, so he didn't get the chance to sleep there. We hear something about Mark is worried about it. I don't know who Mark is. Um, 
but that's when we find out that this housing bill basically has a rule in it that you can't have empty apartments. And Hugh has an empty apartment. And Hugh has an empty apartment, which they, they have listed, yeah, but won't sell. When we keep They've finding out, they listed it, yes. to keep it from appearing empty. But they're getting multiple offers over asking, and they're still rejecting it. Yeah, and their offers coming from reporters. Yes, we find that out way later in yeah. the episode. Yeah. So reporters are checking out. So his they story. know that he's lying through his teeth. Yeah, exactly. Which is pretty embarrassing. Kind of a minor. It, it's a very minor thing for there to be such an uproar over. It's definitely yeah. not a. Uh, a well, a look, they're gonna. Thing. They especially in England, the press they love that stuff, like oh. the hypocrisy of politicians. Like you're championing one thing, but you're doing something else behind everyone's back. Like that's a huge story. Yeah, they love to. And they do that. say like. They don't let it go, right? Once the inquest is decided on and everything. Because he's mad when we get the time jump that the press is still writing stories about it. That's so silly. That's, see, that's... Everyone makes terrible choices in this. He just thinks that it'll go away. Yeah. He buries his head in the sand. Yeah. Angela comes in to interview him and Ollie's pissed. So obviously they haven't resolved their issues, whatever they may be. Mm-hmm. And she starts asking really tough questions about the apartment and about this Asian family and about whether he might be racist against Asian people. <laughs> and he tries to defend himself. In the meantime, Malcolm gets a call from his boss saying, like, you got to shut this down. And he literally runs. Yeah. It's a great scene. Him yeah. running there is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Just screaming the whole way. Yeah. yeah. He drags him out of the meeting and calls him a stupid cunt. Like, right, this is the scene. Oh, he's right about, yeah. up front, uh, out front of the room, really. It's in, like, in a non-soundproof yeah. fishbowl. You can yeah. hear it even before she opens the door. No, no. Look, I'm very glad you brought that up because that, that's, uh, gives me an, that gives me the opportunity to... Sorry, this. Hi. What's talking about? Um, I have uh, always maintained I am very sorry, clearly. Sorry, sorry, can, but, I, can I just uh, borrow the minister for a moment? Sure. Sorry. Be right back. Right with you. Angela, can I get you a fresh cup, um, cup of coffee or... Uh, would you like some tea? Okay, thanks. No biscuits or anything? But do let me know if you need anything else, Angela. Thanks. Uh. <laughs> Bit of a disagreement. Blimey. Yeah. Um, could you, I'm, I'm just curious, could you hear, um, because we were actually, we, we can be quite brutal to each other because we're actually very, very good good friends. You can, yeah. Yes, you can see them and then she opens the door for like half the conversation and obviously Angela can hear everything, including them calling her a stupid cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite scene was when Malcolm like shit on Ollie and then immediately turned around and asked him for his help with yes. Angela. <laughs> it happens so often. Yeah, and that's when we found out that um, like four months have gone by, I think, since yeah. the pilot. Because he calls, he also says something horrible about her. I didn't write it down, but he's like, the last four months would be a lot easier. Like, oh, because Malcolm threatens to kill her. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, that's cool with me. Yeah. <laughs> My life would get easier if you did that. But, uh... No. That's a solution they offer a lot, Doesn't actually. work. Yeah. What if we could just get rid of this person? We just banish this person, all our problems would go away? Hugh completely throws Glenn under the bus, the whole apartment situation, and claims he didn't know that he was rejecting all these offers. <laughs> Hugh is... Which just shows that uh, he has no... Nobody that he's actually loyal to, right? Like, yes. No, Hugh's got... So, he just doesn't... He's, like, just, like, beaten down. He just gives up, won't take a stand for anything. He's really angry about this, that people are, that this is a, like a thing, right? Yes. When he gives that whole speech about, well, you should just hire ministers that were born at 45 and have no past and no apartments and... No genitals. <laughs> yeah. Just perfect little robots. Uh, yeah. Oh. He's very mad about this. Guys, and we, he really wants to keep this apartment. Yeah. It's close to work. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. And he even says, what do you want me to do? Resign? And then he looks at him. Oh, Malcolm just he... looks at him for a minute. Yes. And he's, yes, no, 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 no. 
do we talk what about... a way to go yeah <laughs> right and get this beautiful conversation about the art of resignation yeah it tries to sell the likability of resigning that's what uh, i wrote down it's... it is possible to have a good resignation you know a good resignation Oh, I'm looking forward to how you're going to sell this to me. Look, people really like it when you go just a bit early. You know, steely George, far away look in your eyes. Before they get to the point where they're sitting around in the pub saying, Oh, that fucker's got to go. You surprise them. Blimey, he's gone. I didn't expect that. Resigned. You don't see that much anymore. Old school, respect. I rather like the guy. He was hounded out by the fucking press. How about that, huh? He's pretty great again. Yeah. And he's, he was just spinning out of control in that scene, which was really funny. Yeah. Yelling about rent boys and hookers. Oh, yeah. Like, just this weird paranoid fantasy about what's yeah. going to happen to his apartment. We're saying, like, all the things he could be doing that were bad, but the thing oh, he's getting God. in trouble for is this goddamn apartment. <laughs> he said something he really said something, bad. He said it's not like I raped somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so he's he vents to Dan. Have we gotten? Have we flown over the scene where he's having the breakdown in the in the supply cabinet? Oh, when he looks like a seven year old kid and With he's the just cookies? eating the cookies and the yeah uh, the biscuits. Oh, the yes. biscuits. That hasn't happened yet. I don't think. No, well, it I, hasn't. I'm thinking of when he's he's flipping out in this episode in like a closet. In like a room full of like old desks and it's things. It's like yellowy. Yeah, and yeah, Malcolm is standing at the door. Oh no, I don't think we're thinking of the same scene. Okay, well don't the worry. The lady about comes it. in don't, and she offers him. Don't worry. That's about That's in the kitchen. We'll just we'll keep going and see if we. Get I don't there. know why there's a kitchen attached to Malcolm's office, and it took me a really long time to just figure it out. Like it felt like he was in the kitchen. In someone else's house. But no, in in some kind of like electrical room. Oh yeah, it does actually. It feels like he's like a it's like a service weird, hallway. Yeah, it's like, yeah. service it's hallway. Like we're gonna put you here for now because there's but nowhere behind else to him. Put you. There was like full stoves. I was staring at it because I was like, "What the fuck?" Because I thought it was a bathroom. Yeah, that I, would I make the most out. sense that there'd be yeah. a bathroom off of his office. But it was like a full service like kitchen that you would find in like a like a public place. Yeah, like right. it was really weird. It's like one of those. Old European, like, uh, reclaimed buildings. So they've yeah, converted maybe. it and then it's got this old kitchen left over. Who it knows? It's really weird. But yeah, he ate a lot of cookies and then she had to bring him more cookies because yes. it wasn't enough cookies to keep him calm. He's, oh, I love his little breakdowns, all the stress eating. God, he's good. Oh, yes. And then the inquiry. Lord Hibbett is very nice and Lord Moncton. And he thinks, Hugh thinks that he's going to get in, like, an easy inquiry. Yes. Because uh, Glenn has a sympathetic lord assigned to it. Yes. Lord Moncton. Lord, lord Moncton. Moncton. Great name. Yeah. And he's on the phone, him with his staff in the office, telling them what's going on. And they're spitballing, like, okay, if we got this person, that would be good. If we got this person. And he's like, it's Moncton. We got Moncton. And they're all happy. Yeah. <laughs> they're super excited when they find out about this inquiry. That kind of confused me. But I guess that just, like, that means they're not going to immediately get fired. There's a yes. chance that yes. they could just get it. Like, it'll blow over. Exactly. Go think, in, yeah, find out. Because the other out. option was, like, okay, you have to resign now. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, no, we have an inquiry. Well, as we've seen, to... people in this position can easily get, like, pushed out for yeah. a fuck-up, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe not even their fuck-up. And then... Just <laughs> the horrible circumstance. Jump ahead five days, and that's when he's still mad that the press is still talking about it. And they're like, look, until Moncton rules on the case or whatever. Yeah. They're going to keep talking about and it. And then Malcolm says he's seen the reports and the reports don't look good. Yeah, because the driver... Talk to the driver, you talked. <sighs> that stupid driver. The worst. Yeah. And then it turned... And he says, it's like, okay, I want your guys there, but not you. And not you. And this, he says, bye. See you later. <laughs> Probably anyway. <laughs> and so basically, he's kind of, he's getting pushed out. But we the, the pressure's on him to resign. He's going on about how he missed the ideal resignation point. But he's giving he has to this, wait another year or whatever. He's giving this speech. He's talking to Dan Miller, who's dropped by about it. Dan yeah. Miller gets a moment in to rag on Ollie, which is great because they've been spending the whole episode together, buddy, buddy. Yeah. Uh, so I liked I liked seeing that he recognizes that Ollie's kind of scummy. And then when he says that to Dan Miller, Dan Miller has this great reaction of like he says to Dan, "If I left." If I had quit resigned, the day I started, I'd be prime minister by now. And Dan gets this like little look on his face. <laughs> yes. And, and then we cut away to the next scene. And then immediately goes and resigns. Exactly. He's a real political operator. I love him. Yeah. He's so smarmy. It's pretty amazing. 
And so, and that's just as Hugh has come to terms with residing. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, he hates it, hates it, hates it, comes in in the morning. I'm going to do it. It's the honorable thing to do. Yeah. Too late again. But Malcolm tells them that they aren't going to sacrifice someone to the wolves for one mistake, but somebody does have to leave. Yes. Someone has to resign. But it's not going to be Hugh. No. Which yeah. seems very unfair. And then they have to fight if it's Ollie or... Or Glenn. Glenn. Yeah. And, and they, then it's They him. have that great or conversation. Terry, who's clean as a oh, whistle. Terry will never... Yeah, like, Ollie like, and Glenn both do that yes. great conversation where they both offer themselves up. Yeah. And then they're like, wait, no, it should be you. And then <laughs> no. you convinced me. Ollie it says be it was you. only, like, pr- it wasn't a real conversation. It was only academic. And if you're going to have a, a real conversation, we have to start over again. <laughs> yeah, like he's reopening negotiations. <laughs> yeah. And he told them that he's Ronald McDonald. And that was really funny. That I'm Ronald really... fucking McDonald, apparently. So it's my turn to go and the when he said to terry like stop acting so high and mighty i know things about you yes and then she like wouldn't she was freaking out like what is it what What is is it what do you know tell me even though like 10 other things were happening at the same time i love it i I really want to know yeah what he's got what is the dirt she knows there's something no for she knows there's multiple things because if there was only one thing yeah she wouldn't be freaking out asking him she'd know what it was She's done a lot of bad stuff in her life, that Terry. Maybe. Maybe. I think she's evil. I think you guys think she's dumb. I think she's on purpose. I don't think she's... I just think she's evil in a banal way. (laughs) She's evil like, I don't... You know, like an administrator. I think she definitely negatively influences what... They, the situations they find themselves in. She's not a good but person not on purpose, to be in I don't think. government. She just doesn't care. She doesn't care. Yeah. She doesn't care, really. She's yeah. like totally detached. They ask her for an opinion on a policy, and she refuses to give one. Yeah. <laughs> because it's not her business. It's not she's her not, job. She's not there yeah. to come up with opinions. She's just there to sell them. That's, that's so great. funny. Well, that's pretty much the end. He goes to resign, and he has to wait because someone else is already in there resigning, and uh, turns out it's Dan taking his advice. And then he goes has to go back into work the next day after having badmouthed the whole department. Yes, yes. Saying, yes. Department of Social Affairs. What is that even? What is the it, minister what is for? I don't know stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Memos take what seven days. What the fuck days. does it mean? Look it at that! I got bad. the memo on first day. <laughs> Hugh tries to backtrack on shitting on coworkers. Yes, yeah. it was so great. And they read the letter that the prime minister wrote about Dan and what an amazing man he is. And then he'll be back. Yeah. In very high office indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then. And he wants to sleep over at Glenn's house, and Glenn is not about that. And then he <laughs> no. just hangs it back and waits for him. Yeah. But he has to say yes oh. because that's his boss. How great! Amazing show. Definitely one of the best ones we've picked so far. Yeah, I'm so glad you We're guys liked it. We're having a really it's good so funny. season four so far, minus Human Target, which was fine. Yeah, which was fine. It was, was just fine. fine. I didn't hate it. It's a good thing. It's a good thing not to hate. You didn't hate it. Well, okay, that's actually, that's really good advice. It is a good thing not to hate. Yeah. You just don't like it. No, I just, it's neither here nor there. It's not like a hated show or a loved show. It's like literally, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. If I had to watch another episode, like, eh, it's fine. You know what? Ambivalent Saskia is my least favorite Saskia. But it's so much better than me feeling angry right now. I like it. Human Target. I don't want that. I like it when you're angry. Mmm. Because you... you know, opinions are important. You're telling people not to watch... Are you telling people to watch Human Target? Uh, well, listen to the episode and you'll find out. <laughs> I'm certainly telling people I want, to I watch you to Thick of It. I your advice, though. No. Okay. So that's one vote for The Thick of It. I know I'm voting for Thick of It. Oh, yes, yeah. definitely. definitely. Pro. Run Holy pro. shit, does that mean we're moving forward with The Thick of It? Yeah, that's that we have all works. voted and agreed on something? Yeah, so now this is this just... Is, that's uh, the wrong podcast. Wow. <laughs> Check out our new show, The Thick of Cast, <laughs> and... Um, that we're just going to yeah, talk about we're done with TV Donut. We're just going to talk about the thick of it oh, now. The thick cast. We would have like a clear deadline with that. That's Good God. Oh, we'd be we done have a clear deadline, year. 923. It's very clear. 923 more episodes. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Oh, boy. And with there, I'm sure there is shows in there, too, that, that we can't watch. A handful that I probably haven't gotten out of there yet. Well, I erased two more this week. Good. Like Deal or No One Deal. One was Anthony Bourdain's... Mm. No reservations. Nah. Mm. All right, is the quiz time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do this quiz. There's a donut on the table for one of you to win, if you can guess. I want it. Let's Some, go. It's really good. I wish I was getting this week's, actually. Okay. Da, da, da. In episode two, a major plot point is that Hugh needs a special summary VHS tape 
to keep up with current affairs. This tape is called... A new... A what VHS? A summary tape. Oh, a summary. So it's just like... Everything that's happened in like, there's nowhere for me to go. I, oh, no, my quiz is like I'm surrounded by your quiz pieces. Or not. I no, just don't I want to see. I circle all the answers. Okay, good. Then yeah, you're, we're good. You're cool. You could also just not look. Well, I tried to, and then I was like, oh, it's like right, right in my face. <laughs> I'll just look straight. Okay. Oh, okay. Look at me. <laughs> so the special summary VHS tape is called A. Some selections. B. Media mash. C. Zeitgeist tape. Or D. The weekly wrap up. B. D. I think D. Guys, I'm so sorry. It's the Zeitgeist tape. Dang oh, it. Was that C? I thought that would be my, that was my last second one. second guess. Really? Yeah. The other ones are just like alliterations. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that would make it stand out. Okay. In episode two, Malcolm's seething hatred for Simon Hewitt is revealed in a deleted scene. The reason he hates this reporter, and we see references to it throughout the show, is A... Simon Hewitt's girlfriend was Malcolm's girlfriend three months ago. B, Malcolm just thinks he's a pretentious twat. C, he's a, as powerful as Malcolm. Or D, he writes for the opposition. Pro-opposition. B again. I think B too. D again. Oh, guys, stole Malcolm's girlfriend. No fuck? way! Lame! Amazing. That's actually hilarious. That was A. That is <laughs> It's really funny. All right, Hugh is... One of the reasons Hugh needs these summary tapes in episode two is because he's so out of touch. Yeah. So Hugh doesn't know the meaning of what common word. Oh, great. I love this question. Yes. A, muggle. <laughs> B, chav. C, hipster. Or D, bling. Does everyone else know the meaning of all four of those words? You should know at least three. Yeah, uh, I know them all. Okay, good. But I only learned... The second one. I'm going with couple B. couple of years ago. I'm going with A. A was Muggle, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm going with A as well. Saskia, it was Chav. Dang it! It was Chav. He doesn't know what a Chav is. That's when I just learned a couple of years ago. <laughs> so the whole plot of episode two is that trouble comes up when the DSA realizes that the only focus group member they actually used for the focus group is an actor. <laughs> From what show? Amazing. A, EastEnders, B, Coronation Street, C, The Bill, or D, Doctor Who? I'm going to go with C. B. EastEnders. It's C, The Bill, but the entire episode makes a ton of references to EastEnders. He's told to get up on his EastEnders. It's on the Zeitgeist tape for him. See, I feel like the other ones are very recognizable. People would be... You'd recognize the bill if you lived See, I there. don't know it. Yeah, okay. but that's, yes. The, There's the big problem. That was my that was my criteria <laughs> for using that as my answer. Never heard of it. Well, that's fair. Anyway. Uh, yeah. It's tough to find shows that are, as <laughs> li- that are just in that right frame of, oh, you might know it. Does that sound real? Okay. All right. What, uh, in the second episode, Hugh cannot get over the fact that someone high up doesn't like it. So did you say this is the second episode? Yes. He <laughs> said it every time. I've said it every time. I just want to make sure we all know. I know. There's only one episode in the donut in oh. case we forgot to mention that. So I made some questions that like go beyond the donut because there's... You've already... You, this is the last question, right? Question five? Sure. Sask is winning two nothing so there's not much we can do. Anymore. I mean, I have more. You guys could technically win but we can quit it at five. Well, it's up to you. It's all right. your quiz. You're right. a quiz master. You know what? I'm going to keep going. Let's go. What higher person doesn't like Hugh Abbott? Is it the Prime Minister? A. The, pre- the Prime Minister's wife? B. C. His new driver? Or D. The editor of the Daily Mail? B. The wife? I'm going with the wife. Same. All of you are correct. Yeah. It's now 311. C. <laughs> uh, the PM's wife uh, refers to Hugh as a bit of a nonce. Possibly a nonce. Which is funny. Because the actor portraying Hugh Abbott was later arrested on child child pornography charges. Oh, yikes! Yes, just a heads up. But Makes we it a like lot him. Damn it! Mm, I didn't. You're not going to like him by the end of the series, anyways. He's a no. You don't like anyone. By well, the end no, of the series, but the, really. as an Maybe actor, Malcolm. the way he talked about his wife and his daughter, I was like, ugh. <laughs> and now it's cemented. Yeah. Okay, which the show employs what unique credits on set? A. Swearing consultant. B. Civil servant advisor. 
C, cast are listed as writers, or D, all of the above? Oh. Hmm. All of the above. Gotta go with D. I'm going with D as well. You guys are right. It they, just seems those like... Those are all yeah. jobs. They have. I uh, like the I like the swearing consultant. That would be a, a fun lot. job to the have. Swearing consultant is a cool job. Yes, I've they never did heard of that. Really good swears. Epic swearing in his yeah. shows. It worked really yeah. well. Top notch. No one swearing. can deliver insults like the characters in his shows. Yeah, that's true. They're very personal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, the vicious. Whoop de who? Jugular. Guess yeah. what? The other questions don't matter. Saskia, you've won. It's over. You've won. Take this donut. Let's see. Take this donut. Congratulations. You. you knew the most about TV this week. Yeah, you did really good. For the show that I know so well. With the one missing episode. So many sprinkles. And you get my favorite donut. I'm going to say it's a strawberry glaze. It. It's called the mm donut. donut. Mm. But guess what, guys? Mm. I'm going to cut it in half and then half again. Oh, It'll wow. be four Aww. parts. For the four people in this room. Amazing. Some people might call that quarters. That is the correct, yes, terminology. <laughs> quarters, parts, whatever you want. All right, Jake. One of them will be yours. We're going to let you go first. Pick a number between 1 and 924, please. 347. It's exciting. We get an extra number. Yeah, this is really exciting. Here's? 348. What the hell? Uh, let's go with uh, 800. Oh, <laughs> I was hoping we'd do three in a row. Yeah, you, I noticed. I, I knew you saw my suggestive eyebrow waggle. I just, Saskia, uh, uh, I'm just feeling yeah. like an even double O number. All right, all right. Oh my god, eight hundred nineteen ninety one dinosaurs. Oh, not the mama. Yes, I'm very excited because about that. I didn't realize what it was. I'm like, I've never heard of the show Dinosaurs. I'm like, oh my fuck, yes, I have. One also, of my favorites. I also trials. love it. I think it just arrived on Netflix. It's, it's true. Back to Netflix. It's true, and I checked it out for a couple minutes. Not the same. Let me say, well, not what you remembered. We're not eight anymore. Yeah, you're not stupid yeah. anymore. See, I was had high hopes for it. Did no. you actually? Because I, I used to love it. Enough. Just like I used, I used to love to Elf look... when I was little. It oh, doesn't matter because oh, three forty-seven yeah. is being Erica. <laughs> that's one of my most favorite shows. So that's what we're watching. Uh, three forty-six is oh no, three forty-eight is Children's Hospital. Oh, another good one. But sorry, you can't I've have already it. Seen that. Fair enough. Okay, so Fair enough. We're watching Being Erica, My Donut. Wait, well, seen every episode of it. And you don't get a choice. On a different <laughs> podcast? I, no, it's not a teen drama. Okay. Cool. It's definitely adult drama. Okay. Definitely. And Canadian. And Canadian. Great Amazing. pick. I love ah. All right. Thanks, guys. Watch Woo! the thick of it. Check us out on iTunes, drop us a review, and we'll see you next week. Yes. Or two weeks for Stars. Being Erica. Great British comedy. Not Being Erica, but the thick, thick of it. Thanks. Yes. Well said. Now yes. we're in for some great Canadian drama. Thanks for coming, Jake. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jake. Bye. 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 All I do, I work, I eat, I shower. That's it. Occasionally, I take a dump just as a sort of treat. Yeah. I mean, that really is my treat. That's what it's come to. Yeah. I, I, I sit there and I, th and I think, no, I'm not going to read the New Statesman. This time is just for me. This is, this is quality time just for me. Is that normal? It's sad. So at least I've made something.